0: Rezuming is proud to be part of the Chicago Podcast Cooperative.
1: Roboism is a fortnightly show mostly about robots. Explore the humanity behind the bots that are quickly becoming a part of everyday life. Hosted by Alex and Savannah, roboism.fm. I made up that ad on the fly. You no, did great. No, I didn't. I made up the last part on the fly. Oh. I hope I got the URL right.
0: You're a good improviser.
1: Yes, and
0: I am. I'm Jen. And I'm Trent. This is friendship And the theme this week is... Being the big boy. Oh, like being the bi- the, the bigger person. Putting on your, gr- your big girl pants. Your big girl pantaloons. Friendship between humans has many benefits. But sometimes there is drama and you want to call it quits. Don't write nasty subtweets or punch them in the tits. you friendship at the problem. This week, we're going to talk about... Being a bigger person, getting into a fight, and and being the nice guy, which is cool. Speaking of being a big person,
1: Trin, I have to tell you this fact I learned today. What is it? Okay, this is either going to completely blow your mind, or you're going to be like, yeah, duh. Ready? Yeah. Okay. Human babies have more bones than adult babies.
0: Adult babies? <laughs> 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 so a, a human... Larva baby.
1: (laughs) Okay, let me start again. No,
0: you were keeping the whole thing. (laughs) (laughs) Adult babies. What bones do we lose? We don't lose
1: any bones. They fuse together. And become one. Like molten lava. Okay, so adults have like 205 bones. Yeah. Babies. Are you ready? I'm glad you're sitting down. 300. I am disgusted by babies. (laughs)
0: I am very <laughs> upset at babies. I'm jealous at how many extra bones I'm they have. I'm so glad you're upset. I was so upset. It kind of ruined my day. I, so here's the thing. If you were like, babies have five more bones Yeah, five adults, seems reasonable. That's a perfectly reasonable number of extra bones to have.
1: If you're going to have extra bones, fine. five seems like the right number of extra bones to have. Yes, I agree. I agree.
0: But wow. I know. And so so
1: one website said 300. Another website said 350. That's not. That's a, okay, first of all, someone's wrong. That's a long, that's a lot of bugs to be off by. Check your math on that.
0: So, Oh my God. My older brother, he uh, was a twin in the womb, an identical twin. And what happens a lot of the time with identical twins is one baby will absorb the other baby for their strength, power, and knowledge. Um, and so my brother ate his twin, essentially, I'm not, I'm not. which is hilarious. And he always says something like, man, if only I didn't eat my brother, <laughs> I wouldn't have to deal with you. you that's know? incredible. It's very funny to me. But so I imagine that like Gus, my brother, probably is one of those babies with, like th- like four hundred and ten bones because he ate so many. He ate the bones, crunch crunch, like potato chips. Exactly. Thank you, by the way, for telling me
1: that it was hilarious and it was okay to laugh because I wasn't sure what my reaction was oh, supposed no, to be. Oh no, it was be. very I was like, funny. This is yeah. upsetting. No, and it's. No, it's not. It's, it's funny. Not. Okay, so thank you. It,
0: and, uh, like, it happens so often. It's common. Yeah, okay. so that, like, uh, when you get, like, a uh, when you know you have twins, you have to, like, wait a few months before you tell people because, like, they might eat each other. <laughs> like gerbils. Yeah, but it's, like, so it's only identical twins because it's, like, two nasties inside of one nasty, but, like, when you have fraternal twins, there are two separate, separate. nasties. Yeah, yes. and they just,
1: they probably won't eat each other.
0: They're, they're in separate <laughs> tanks. <laughs> Yeah, you know, human babies in the womb are a lot like those Japanese fighting fish that you get at Petco. And Be- they're the beta fish, the beta fish. Yeah, are they still call Japanese fighting fish. Was that a racist thing that I learned when I was a kid?
1: Uh, I don't know, but your instincts are probably correct. I would listen to your instincts. Yeah, yeah
0: cool. Well, I'm gonna leave it in just because we all need to learn this teachable moment. I love you, <laughs> I love you too, Jess. <laughs> it's <That was> beautiful. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, I guess. Human babies in the womb are exactly like beta fish at Petco. I think,
1: well, this has been friendshiping, everybody.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding,
1: everybody. I got you. We're going to do a real podcast. I hope you didn't turn off the podcast. Or maybe
0: you should. We're real loopy today. Yeah, maybe it's time. Um, Jen, real quick side note. Yes. When you said, speaking of being a big person. <laughs> I did say that, didn't I? I thought you were going to say, did you know James Comey is 6'8"? <laughs> so Jen has been just enamored with the, the height of a uh, former uh, FBI director. That is the biggest missed opportunity of my life. You know who's a big missed opportunity? James Comey in his career.
1: <laughs> oh, my oh. God. He's 6'8", Trent,
0: That's too many. It's just
1: too many bones. <laughs> Guess how many bones James coming. Like has. 6,000 bones in that tall
0: boy. <laughs> he can't, there's nowhere for him to hide, but he's tried to hide. You can't even sit down with that many bones. Like you'll just like no. crumple into the chair without how many joints you have in your legs.
1: I mean, think of how tall his house has to be. Real tall. Yeah, he is, It's probably like a cathedral, but it's just his house. He's so many trees tall. He's an oak tree.
0: J- J- you laugh, but I am so end. serious about how tall he is. I'm going all go it. I'm like starting to sweat. So I was about to say, Jen has tweeted like 10 times about how tall James Comey is. But the truth is, is that I read Jen's tweets every day. So I've probably reread just the same two tweets about James Comey's height. That
1: seems fair because that's basically like what my stream of thought is. It's either baby bones, <laughs> Comey. Baby Bones called me. That's like what I've been thinking about all week.
0: Oh, God. I'm imagining somebody put together like one of those thought, like word clouds. Oh, <laughs> for my brain. And like, and like the big giant word is James Comey tall. <laughs> Baby Bones. and then Nathan Drake. <laughs> just gonna, Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> James Comey is the biggest one. Yet. Yeah. Okay. As always, in every context. So uh let's go right into this really sad first question that yeah, we have. Yeah, now that we've got all this energy. This incredibly sad first question that's good. And uh I want to like start off by saying like I can't believe what I respect this asker so
1: deeply. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they gave us some very important details, which thank you by the way. People are taking advantage of the fact that we take our questions via email now, which yeah. is
0: awesome. That's good. So Jen, uh would you like to read the entire first question? I think so. I'm going to try. I might get the giggles. Well, Ian Ian will make you sound totally not unhappy. Thank you, Ian. Okay, ready? Yes.
1: <clears throat> I had a sit-down friendship breakup talk with a pretty long-standing friendship later this week. We sort of accordioned over the last couple of years, ebbed and flowed, if you will, but had a big communication breakdown a few months ago. I have decided this friendship makes me feel bad, and they are pretty disinterested in changing the behaviors that I've talked to them about several times before. It makes me sad, but it's not going to change, probably. What I could use some help with is that this person is someone who tries to get people on their side when they are in conflict. And I'm pretty sure that after this conversation, they will tell all of our mutual friends and acquaintances what a jerk I am. I have tried really hard not to pull our friends in the middle and not talk shit while being honest about where I'm at and the feelings toward them. I have actively avoided disclosing anything personal to people who have tried to pry that I don't trust are doing so out of genuine interest in my feelings or well-being. I have a lot of support, and I've talked to friends, partners, therapists about this. I'm not trying to do this on my own. Guys, how do I handle this, aside from staying far away and leaving it alone? It feels crummy to be in charge of a friend breakup that will then be gossiped about extensively by people who will probably decide that I suck based on the story they've been told about me. I'm trying to let go of having any control over the story, but it feels pretty lousy. (coughs) Trin found the (laughs) noisemakers.
0: So first of all, uh, thank you again to the the horn drawer that we have in the studio. Um, Incredible email. Like this person definitely went through all of the work of... I, I know that, that I need to end this friendship. I'm going to do this in a way that is adult. I understand people are going to talk about this. I understand that I, I need to find outside support. Um, like, what wonderful background work they did.
1: That is so true. They did so much work up until this point. And I'm so impressed that they mentioned their therapist and partner as people that can support them in this because they made it very clear that there are a couple people they can discuss this with and other people that they can't because it would mean getting other people involved in the conflict. So I am so
0: oppressed and I'm really sorry you're going through this. Yeah, it's garbage. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, you said, I can't control the story. That's not necessarily true. Um, let's talk about just some hot tips on like how to deal with this situation. First of all, absolutely be the bigger person here. It's very clear that the other person in this situation is going to want to gossip about you. Here's the thing: Most people know not to trust somebody who's a gossip. Most people know that that person is turning around and gossiping about them. Trin, that is so
1: wise. I didn't think about that, but oh my gosh, most people will take this will not take this person's thoughts and gossip as face value. They might be like, "Oh, okay," and like you know, do the thing where they participate a little bit. But, like, they're not going to believe them, probably.
0: Uh, It's very clear. Obviously, the friend is going to talk shit. But uh, allow that person some space to vent with the understanding that most adults can kind of take that with a grain of salt. And you can be the evidence that they need to know that you're not a crappy person. Just stop. Just don't be a crappy person.
1: Exactly. So I think this asker might be worried that suddenly everyone is going to believe the gossip. Are they going to, is this Asker worried that like now all the friends are going to turn on her too?
0: Yeah, and and I feel like that's a completely rational fear to have. But the truth is, is that your friends will take that story within the context of what they know about you. And what
1: they know about the person giving the gossip.
0: Exactly. They're not going to say like, this is it. This is the straw. You know, I mean, I, I can't. And I know I'm taking a lot off of this, of this email, but it is very hard for me to believe that a person who put together such an emotionally competent email and such a, an emotionally competent way of dealing with this ending of a friendship, never once did this person say, oh my God, this person is terrible that I'm breaking up with and they're going to spread gossip about me everywhere.
1: Even in this email, when you when you have the opportunity to be completely anonymous to two people not involved in the situation at all, you still gave the did not give dirty details about the relationship. And that kind of tells me that you're already going to this with a good frame of mind. Like, let this future ex-friend have their conflict. Their scum will probably not splash on you as much as you think. The shit they share may get people to talk a little bit, and it'll suck a little bit for a little while. It might make you feel weird for like a week or two, but I really think it'll pass. I really think it will, because here's why it's going to pass. Because you are going to take the high road, and not give in, and not share any details.
0: Yeah. Um, I've actually been in the formal friendship breakup, um, and I've done it poorly, and I've done it well. I think what's most relevant here is that I have been witness to a friendship breakup before. And I have seen these two friends, one of them spreading gossip and like talking shit, and the other is just like, I simply don't want to hang out with this person anymore. Who do you think I would rather hang out with?
1: Exactly. Right? <laughs> I mean, some people will, you know, will swarm to the conflict, but most people won't. I agree. I don't think most people
0: want to get involved in something that makes people sad. I, they shouldn't want to. Right. Um, and people will, I think, ask questions, and, and you can choose what you'd like to say. Um, fortunately, we've got Jen, who's a community manager, and you'll be doing a lot of community managing at this point. That is what this is. It really is. You're going to manage
1: the community of your friends when it comes to this breakup,
0: (laughs) right? Like, because the truth is, is that like having a social community can sometimes be a little bit of PR. Companies make weird missteps, people make weird missteps, and it is important, I think, to communicate clearly uh, about what your side of the story is, but like also not like spread it even bigger.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, you. This asker said. I'm trying to let go of having any control over the story. You don't need to let that go. You are in control. You are in control of the most, of 50% of what happens here. And I think that's pretty, I mean, you're in control of 100% of what you say and do. Yes. So when you said any control of the story, I was like, oh, we're going to approach this like PR. That's what we're going to do. So here's what you're going to do. Ready? This is going to be fun. This
0: is like, this is going to, like, get me, like, so amped. Like, like, watching Jen, like, take down a problem is so fucking great. Aww, Strap in.
1: Now you know how I feel every day. Aww. Okay, so here's what you're going to do. You are now entering a reality in which you are part of a celebrity couple breaking up. Now you get to write the press release. Have you ever read a press release by, like, two famous people that are getting divorced? It is firm and clear, and it gives nothing juicy. It is so boring and how boring it is. There are no adverbs. There's no name calling. It's the opposite of juicy even though it's like the juiciest thing. It's not juicy at all. So you're going to write this statement, you know, literally, figuratively, however you want to do it, and you're going to stand by it. Like, it's going to say, you're going to say, so-and-so and have I decided to, to end our relationship. There's nothing to do with our friendship with the rest of you. We're going our separate ways due to irreconcilable differences. I wish them all the best. I will not be taking questions on this.
0: I love so much, Jen. Oh, my God. I mean, like, the, clearly, like, the verbiage, they're going to, like, do their own yeah. thing. Uh, or copy it if it makes people laugh. Honestly, like, yeah. I would think that is hilarious. Yeah. And I mean, you can even say, like, I, it's very simple. We're no longer friends. And I'm going to be cordial because I'm an adult. But, hanging, exactly. but like, hanging out further. I think making clear your boundaries is probably important.
1: Yeah. Such as, I'm not going to disclose the details. Right. Oh, we don't need to talk about the details. I'd like to respect their privacy. Um, also something to keep in mind, what, what should they say if people start bringing the gossip to them? Cause I think they should say something like, please don't tell me what she's, what they've been saying. I don't need to know. We ended our friendship and that's that.
0: Uh, I mean, I, I think either way yeah. is fine. Um, just talking from personal experience. Um, I know sometimes I'd be like, oh my gosh, what did she say about me?
1: <laughs> you know, just right. cause I,
0: I'm, I'm like that. Mm-hmm. You don't seem as dramatic as me. Me? No, no, no. This asker. Oh, I was gonna say I don't know. We're. Oh, you know what? Actually, I would say of the two, I'm probably the more dramatic. Hmm. Yeah. You got a flair for theater. Thank, thank you. <laughs> thank you. It's because like you're a dry. W- anyway, this is uh, us complimenting each other is off topic. It's a separate podcast that we're gonna record right after this one. Complimenting. <laughs> uh, but you, I, I think it's fine if you are ready for like some hot goss or mm-hmm. whatever, with the understanding that. Uh, they are telling you a filtered story. They are telling you uh, the perspective of somebody who is upset with you. Um, and if you just want to hear it because you think that's hilarious, go go for it. Um, but you can also just say no. Keep in mind if you do if you do consent to
1: hearing the gossip, it might pull you back into the conflict.
0: Yeah. So I mean, okay. It might not
1: though. It might make you just go, huh?
0: Okay do as I say, not as I do. You should probably say, no, I don't want to hear it. Me, I would love to hear it. But I think it's important that we have your
1: perspective here because let's be real. This is a human being. That's true. A human being yeah. will probably want to know, yeah. but just you know, keep your own boundaries in check. It's kind of like getting pulled into a Twitter fight. Yeah, like, It can be very tempting, but do you still want to be talking about this Twitter fight in four hours or would you rather just mute it and move on with your life? Right. I mean, maybe in four hours you do still want to be like typing away, getting into it, but maybe not.
0: If you're a trashy, trashy gossip dumpster like me, (laughs) then yeah. But but it's because I wouldn't take it personally because I would know that person's already mad at me.
1: Exactly. Well, you have a very healthy perspective on life. Well, thank you.
0: (laughs) So so, please continue, Jen. You've been like really just lighting up the whole Have I? You've been lighting up the Christmas tree of this question. Oh my god. Yes, thank you. So, I
1: think the reason I feel comfortable talking about this question so much is because the Asker gave us so many point jumping off points. One thing the Asker said was, "It feels crummy to be in charge of a friend breakup, and yeah, it does, and you know why? Because you are doing the damn work. You're the president of your emotional state, as Trin said like a hundred episodes ago. <laughs> and you're being presidential. You're being Obama. You're the Obama of this friendship. Yeah, you're not the current president no, of your emotional state. you're Obama. And you know, he looked pretty damn tired after eight years, didn't he? Like, yeah. 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 But he was also poised and mature and thoughtful and responsible. And so are you for handling this. And I hope you aren't a Republican because otherwise this whole paragraph metaphor will be lost on you, but it's probably a safe bet that you like Obama.
0: (laughs) It's it's probably a safe bet that at the very least you are uh, unhappy with Trump. (laughs) So what I think, here's how I think you should approach this.
1: As Trin said, take the high road, have prepared statements for when this comes up, and literally write them down. I write everything down. My advice is always to write it down because then it becomes like, to me it's like tattooing it on yourself. Like it's just part of you now. It becomes a truth. So I think you also need to ask yourself in a few months, how would you like to be able to look back on this friend breakup? I think you want to be able to look back on it and say, it sucked in the friendship, but I held my head high and didn't say anything that I regret and I did the right thing and I acted
0: sensibly. So now if that's your goal, now act in
1: accordance with that.
0: I I love that. Um, my, my family is very Catholic. And one thing my mom would always say to me is uh, like, you know, the what would Jesus do thing. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, um, show them, we will show them we are Christians by our love is like a, a song that, that, that was sung in church. And live that. Show them that you are a good person by your day-to-day actions. And there's no reason for people to believe the shitty things she's saying about you. There is no reason for uh, your friends to believe the shitty things that they are saying about you.
1: Yeah, I mean, you got this.
0: Yeah. Uh, Give yourself some credit for being somebody who has a good history with your friends. And give your friends some credit for being uh, smart, thinking adult people that you chose to have in your life for a reason, Uh, and who wouldn't just like turn on the flip of a hat. What is it? Turn on the... They wouldn't turn the... Turn the... They wouldn't turn the tables. Yeah, they They, wouldn't do that, is what we're trying to say. (laughs)
1: And you mentioned a partner and a therapist that you can talk to about this. So you already mentioned two faces you can vent safely to about this without, like, spreading it around the group. And keep in mind, it will probably come up in the group. And if there is someone in this friend group you can talk to about it, that's fine, too. But it just sounds like you're wise about who you've been talking to, and I think you should follow that instinct. Yes, I agree. In our notes, we wrote, You're doing so well, honey. (laughs) Because they
0: are! This asker's doing great! They really are, like... I know that we started off this whole podcast with being like, what a dope email. But like, what a dope what email. A dope email. I mean, good emails, extremely my shit. <laughs> this is also true. Yeah. And we're not saying that if you do, give us a poorly written question that we will drag you on the internet. We will not do that. We I would, would never, never do, that. do that. We'll just edit it so that it sounds right. Correct.
1: I also wrote in my notes,
0: Beyonce. What about and here's Beyonce? here's why.
1: Because Beyonce is a bitch that calls all this conversation. Nice.
0: And so are you. Jen.
1: <laughs> if your yes. friends start some conversation about yes. you, the conversation is going to have to, I mean, you're Beyonce.
0: I compared you to Beyonce and Obama. Man, like honestly. I must be in a really good mood. I, I, I just think that the good email just put us in this frame of mind. Yeah. We've
1: Ooh. been also really loopy. We've been very loopy. I'm completely sober. I know it doesn't sound like it, but I'm just <laughs> feeling real good today. <laughs> oh, I got a massage a little bit ago. That's oh, why I feel a little crazy. do it. I'll do it.
0: You want to go through the next question? Yeah, your turn. My turn. Question two. I just got through a breakup in which I was the big bad lady. I did cheat. I feel like all my friends took his side. I never hear from anyone anymore. I understand why I hurt their friend. But I feel like I've always been a good friend to my friends, and I feel like they should be able to separate their feelings about my mistakes in my relationship from their feelings about me as a person. How can I win them back? Is that even possible?
1: Aww. I want to hug this person. And I want to hug them because their point of view is valid. But so is the point of view of the friends that don't want to hang out with her anymore.
0: Absolutely. Ouchie. So Um, I guess there's
1: no winning. You asked the wrong podcast for advice. No, you didn't. We're going to talk about this. Yeah, yeah. This is a really good topic.
0: Because when you hurt someone's friend, it hurts you too. Did I say that correctly? Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I have an entire Google calendar full of grudges that I hold on behalf of Jen because sometimes people will wrong her and I need to remember to hate them. Um, Trent's very protective. So this happens. I mean, like, this is a thing. People do, like, look after their friends.
1: Some people super look after their friends. Some
0: people are protective Gryffindors about it. So here's the thing. There are lots of garbage things that you can do in a romantic relationship. It could be, like, anything. But cheating... Can sometimes feel super bad because it's not just the the cheating, but it can it can be also a accumulation of like lies or duplicity. And and this is not me trying to make a judgment on you, asker, because people fuck up like that's what they do, and uh, and they just do, and that happens. And sometimes you can fix the relationship, and sometimes you can't. It sounds like you could not fix the relationship, or you both chose to end it, like, and that is okay. But try to see things from their perspective, because again duplicity, lies, that sort of thing. Again, things that humans do, but they may feel like they no longer understand you or know you. There's a really good episode of Brooklyn Nine-Nine about this. Brooklyn Nine-Nine,
1: sleeper hit of the year. So good. Every year, really. It's especially good this season. Excellent show.
0: Yeah, go ahead and Google Brooklyn Nine-Nine, the episode where they find out that Chelsea Peretti's character and uh, the other character, you know who I'm talking about, the nerd guy, are sleeping together. The foodie? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good episode. Anyway, at the same time, think about this. Like, okay, so I know very few people who have cheated on an SO. Not true. I know very few people who have admitted to cheating on an SO because nobody wants to talk about that. Nobody
1: wants to admit that. And you just admitted it in an email, which by the way, good job.
0: Right. Right. Like, this is a human thing that many people have done. Lots of relationships end with cheating, but you probably don't know about all of it. And what sucks about cheating is that, like, no one wants to say that they were a cheater because sometimes it turns into not just a mistake you made, but a title you you now have to bear, which is unfair. Like forever. Yeah. That sucks. It's garbage because, again, like, it's a mistake like any other, and you are not some irreconcilable villain. That's not who you are. Um, You are in, you are allowed to have friends and people who love you uh, and, and that happens. So it's just, I guess the very first thing is, yes, understand their perspective, understand why they may feel hurt by this, but also like, I'm not saying forgive yourself and like move on and like everything's fine now. What I'm saying is like, understand that your mistake is not your life now, like moving forward. Like you, you, it doesn't encompass everything that you are.
1: That is so freeing, Trin. I, I hope that Esker can, like, start to embody that. You are not your mistake. Right. Time will pass. You will meet new friends. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you I will. will.
0: I mean, now is a really good time for some self-reflection, like, no doubt. Um, I, I hope that you're taking a little bit of, of space uh, to, you know, maybe consider, like, why things ended the way they did. Maybe you know, talk to a therapist, talk to uh, somebody who's close to you. But it's also a good time to strengthen friendships in other groups. Like, I imagine that these are not the only friends you've ever hung out with. Uh, you probably have, like, family members or coworkers. Call your meemaw. Have brunch with meemaw.
1: Man, and when I'm feeling low about a, a friendship thing, like a, a friendship conflict or entanglement or whatever, the thing that always makes me feel better is going to another friend and talking a lot of shit. No, just <laughs> it's going to another friend and not thinking about, the other conflict at all. Because it reminds me like, oh yeah, I'm a complete person. I'm not this entire, this conflict is not my entire world. This friend has no idea what's going on over there and they love me. Yeah. It's like very, it's very comforting to like shoot the shit with a different friend who doesn't, who doesn't know about your baggage or maybe they do know and they're just not bothered by it. Yes. It's like very beautiful to be around your friends who are like, yeah, I know you fucked up. Like, can we can we talk about something else? <laughs> That's
0: my Steven. Oh, I love that. I, I have a, my friend Steven who uh, was on bro shipping, the episode of yeah. bro shipping with my other uh, buddy Bill. Uh, I could, there is no way, I could tell him that I stabbed a family to death. And I know he would just be like, okay, fine. Like, again, like, I think that uh, maybe give your, your friends a little more credit. I mean, like, they're, maybe they're not talking to you right now, but it could just be because they're trying to sort things out. Like, I imagine that some, like, if I had to guess, if somebody was like 50 bucks on the line, like, what do you guess is going to happen? I would say some of those friends you'll probably not speak to for a long time, if ever. Some of those friends will come back in a couple months and you'll be buddies with. And also, I would bet 50 bucks on you will have, uh, you will look back one year from now and have a completely new, separate life that moved on from that relationship and you don't think about it on the day to day. You know?
1: Oh, 100%. Yeah. I really think that will happen. The question they put towards the end was, how can I win them back? That question broke my heart a little bit because you actually don't need to. Right. I don't think you have to focus all your effort on earning their love back you are worthy of love with with them or without them
0: yeah and like and whether or not they love you doesn't indicate whether or not you are worthy of love
1: exactly and you know you know logically you can't make anyone feel a certain way do a certain thing forgive you whatever it is you know what? And it's probably not like they're sitting around talking about you and dwelling about it. Yeah. And I, that's, that's, that's not happening. Unlikely. They've just made a choice passingly to support their one friend. I That's what I think happened. Right. And no one's going to be the person that steps away from that, at least not for a couple months or whatever.
0: I So I, I think that what we're nailing down right now is that we can't tell you what to do to win back your friends. But we can tell you some behaviors that you probably should not do in this meantime. The number one thing that I would suggest is make sure that when you talk to your mutual friends, you are not asking them for information about your ex.
1: Shit, yeah, don't do that.
0: That is a, I would say probably the number one biggest mistake in this situation. And when, when people break up and they've got mutual friends is trying to get information about the other. Uh, this may seem to be your only window into your ex's life. But right now and probably forever, you no longer have that mutual interest with your friends. Your, your ex-boyfriend is not a topic between the two of you
1: so anymore. It's been
0: cut off. Done. It's donezo. Donezo. It's on the no no list. I cannot stress this enough. This is the number one most important thing.
1: So, and don't even, you can't even be sneaky about it. Yes. You can't even be like, so where are you going tonight? Who's going to be there? They're going to know what you mean. Yes. Yeah.
0: And if you can't do that, if you can't not ask about your ex, then you are not ready to be back in those friendships again. Yes, exactly. And it will be tempting. And it will not... I
1: think it would be. It sounds tempting Yeah, it is. I want to know. I've
0: done it. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, let me be very clear. I'm giving you this advice because I have fucked that up.
1: (laughs) Everyone has. Yes. Everyone has. Yes.
0: Uh, But I try not to. Same with the phone
1: and the drinking and the texting. Yeah. That's a thing. If you go out to the bar,
0: you give your phone to somebody else. Yeah. Or you don't bring it. Or you don't bring it. Actually, bring it. For safety reasons. But, yes. you know, delete their number for real. De- actually, delete their number. Do it. One of the best things that I did in my life was delete an ex's phone number in my phone. Oh, it's so important. But then we became friends again, and now it's in my phone again. So, <laughs> so
1: see, stories <laughs> do have happy endings. <laughs> Trin's uh, like the Leslie Nope of breakups. You are. You're like, you. are like, oh, yeah, we got a divorce, and he's my
0: best friend in the whole world. Well, he's like... So- that's a, such an outlier. Here's the thing: the problem. I was about to say my problem is that I'm friends with people. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> you can't really compare yourself to my breakups because, like, I, for the longest time, I only dated people who were like my long-standing friends. Yeah, but then you retain those friendships. Just listen to Trin about everything. <laughs> Thanks, is what guys. I'm getting at. <laughs> oh,
1: God.
0: Another thing. Another thing. And another thing. Um, <laughs> just try to. Uh, okay. Do not text your friends repeatedly asking to hang out, but I think that it is good to send a text or something once and say, hey, it's been a while. I like you and I miss you. If you want to get coffee, hit me up. I think that leaving it in their court is incredibly important, and I think it sets up for a friendship that does not involve your ex.
1: I really like that. You're not mentioning the ex in this text either. Right.
0: You're not saying, like, I need to vent about this. We also don't know,
1: based on the question, how things were left off. Like we That's don't know. If we don't know if there's a hard, hard boundary, do not contact me set. It, I think if there were, that would have been mentioned. I agree. Which is why I like the reach out after some time has passed and leave the ball on their court. I also like, for some reason, coffee seems like a really good idea because it doesn't sound like a huge commitment. It really sounds like I'm reaching out for an hour.
0: Right. Yeah. I mean, it, it, the... The other mistake that I'm afraid of this person making is some people will not want to talk to you anymore. And you have to accept that. There is no, I'm going to reach out on every social media and then I'm going to send you a Tumblr anonymous because I don't have a Tumblr account and ask you like if we can hang out. Don't do that. It is so tempting. And we've all made this mistake. Uh, But it's just like romantic relationships. Some people won't want to be your friend just in the way some people don't want to be your boyfriend. And this could be the breaking point. This could be the oh no no that says we're no longer friends and that has to be okay. That has to be accepted. Right. They are choosing not to pursue a friendship with
1: you. That could be forever. It could be not forever. Yeah. So we can't answer this question really. (laughs) But what we can do is give you some things you shouldn't do, like Trin said.
0: Right. We can't tell you how to win them back, all in all. Gosh,
1: I wish I could remove that phrase. Win them back, right?
0: Not a prize to be won. (laughs) (laughs) But you can remain like open. You can keep that door to friendship open. You can leave the light on on the patio, so they know that they can come hang out. They know they can come to your window. I love that song. What song? I'm not going to sing it, Trill. I'm
1: not going to sing it with all these people listening. I'll sing it to you later.
0: I was thinking then, so when you said, you know, they can come to to the window, I was thinking then about like, you know, that thing back in 90s sitcoms where like everybody had a friend that would come up to their window. And like, knock on the window, and like, like after hours, and hang out. I wanted that so badly Me growing too. up, but I lived in a ranch-style house growing up. Yeah, so there was nothing to climb. Like, so here's here's the thing. Like, first of all, nobody had that except for Boy Meets World and like Clarissa, <laughs> and, ca- and Comiskey <laughs> explains it all. Like, okay, like nobody actually had that. So don't feel bad about that anymore. I wanted someone to climb up the trellis, the trellis, yes, through the vines, and be like.
1: Hey Jen, come hang out. Right? And I wish I, anybody
0: liked me that much. That sounds like an absolute nightmare to me now. Right. If someone came to my window. If somebody even came to and, not, and rang my doorbell, I'd be like, <laughs> why are you here? Horrified. Why didn't you text first? <laughs> God, I wish I had a. What are they called?
1: The thing you just said. Doorbell? <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, a trellis!
1: <laughs> hold on I want to enter a reality where I don't know what a doorbell is <laughs> Just, oh, no, no, hold on we're gonna do this that's why I was confused <laughs> no I love this okay Trent, what up <laughs> when someone comes to your door how do they get your attention <laughs> I've always wondered this no like what do they do to this what do they do do they shout oh god can you
0: describe to me I'm <laughs> so angry right now <laughs> we have never been this angry in my life oh, okay Oh man, oh okay. Anyway, I'm fine. No, okay, so uh, I don't even know why we were talking about that. I have no idea why I think, we discussed this. Yeah, I'm not even. I'm not gonna rewind and figure it out. Let's just let's move just on. end this fucking podcast. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, forever. Just kidding. <laughs> no, we're not gonna end it forever. But oh wait, so hold up. Do we want it in conclusion on this? Yeah, right? we probably should. I'm so sorry that we've devolved into a mess of giggles and tears, but here we are. Uh, in conclusion. You are not a big, bad lady. You made a big, bad mistake. And you will continue making big, bad mistakes for the rest of your life. Try to learn from this. Take some time to do some self-searching after this breakup. Strengthen the friendships that you have otherwise. Or, like, go fucking join the knitting club at the library. Get some new people in there. Make some connections with people who have no idea you even dated this guy. They oh, exist. Yeah. Most of the planet has no idea that you dated him and does not care. And so many people do not care. Oh, yeah. No one cares. I love the
1: idea of this person pursuing things that make them feel good that have nothing to do with this group of people or X. Yeah. I would say that should be goal number A1.
0: Yeah. Go join a new World of Warcraft guild.
1: Watch Parks and Rec. Go to to CaptainAwkward.com and read about everyone's problems and be like, my problem's not that big of a deal. I do that often.
0: At At the end of the day, your problem is solvable with time.
1: This will, this will pass. Go- this is what I've done before when I've been really sad and in a bad place. Google all these quotes. Oh, <laughs> so dorky. I can't, I can't wait. I can't wait. Google uh, quotes for real quotes about moving on or time passing or what's that quote that's like everything passes, everything changes, everything dies. Yeah. Anyway, go do that. <laughs> or here's here's the real, the actual final piece of advice. What is it? I'm so excited. Uh, my roommate in college did this every time she was in a breakup. She would blast that song Breaking Up by Rilo Kylie. Oh, do it. Yeah. I don't think it... The, don't pay attention to the lyrics because, like, it, it's about a breakup and not about cheating, I don't think. The lyrics don't matter. The point is it's about celebrating a breakup.
0: It's a good song.
1: It's a good song about moving on, and that's what you're going to do.
0: Do you want to play this while I go through our, our ending garbage? Yeah. Hey, Rilo, Kylie,
1: uh, I know you guys broke up, but uh, please don't sue us for this. Okay, thanks. We're gonna. It's fine.
0: They're not even a band. they do not a band anymore. They don't care. This has been friendshiping with Jen and Trin. if you'd like to ask us a question, please email us at friendshipingpodcast at gmail.com <laughs> this is such a good song. Isn't it? it's a good jam If you'd like to follow us on Twitter please do it's delightful there at do Friendship. Uh, if you'd like to review our podcast we would love for you to do such a thing. We have few reviews and we know that you listen so do it um, thank you for listening you're welcome for talking. New Friendship at The Problem